Hey, welcome to the porch. Macaulay and I here, we're just talking about a whole lot of nothing. Feel free to grab yourself a drink, pop a squat, and, you know, hang out with us for a little bit. Appreciate you stopping by. Very much is. But no, I, uh, a while, I mean, like two days ago, I uh, was just looking at, like, games that I bought a long time ago on my computer, but I just didn't have downloaded. Like, they're on my uh-huh. cloud storage or whatever. Oh, yeah. And uh, there was an old soccer manager game from 2013. And I was like, man, I bet that'd be fun. That's been, I mean, that's eight, nine years now. I mean, the game came out in 2012, technically. So I was like, I guess it's been nine years. I was like, it'd be kind of fun to go back on that, look at the old rosters and uh, mess around with that. So I did that and uh, I've been messing around. And dude, it's so hard. Like, really? Like, I know I'm a person that complains about, especially EA. I'm like, dude, there's just like, there's not enough features in like career modes and stuff now. It's like, it just gets boring after a while. There is mm-hmm. way too much on this one. Like <laughs> you have you have your team that you have to manage. You also have the finances of your club and you get sponsor offers that you have to like negotiate for the benefit of your club. You also have your own personal life that you have to take care of and you can go on like <laughs> dates. You can go you can practice golfing so you can have a better relationship with your like team president. And like oh, there's just yeah. so many things you have to juggle and it's That's uh, funny. It is a surplus of things, and then you look at their game. And it's like you can uh, read fake tweets. <laughs> Sorry, this water's trying to kill me. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, Fuck. hey, we've all been there. We all forget how to drink sometimes. Oh, I did. I was too engrossed in your story. It was a good my story. Body, so my body just shut off. <laughs> but but uh, that's that sounds cool. It's. I mean, that's a lot, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's one of those things where it's like, well, cause like after it was done downloading the other day, I was like, okay, I'll play it. And then I was just overwhelmed by all of it. And so today I was like, you know, let's like, let's give it a legit chance. And I was actually like trying to learn how to do everything. And I mean, yeah, it does take more time cause you're juggling more things, but it's really easy to just get like sucked into it. And like, you know, it just, it, it doesn't feel like it's going to get boring anytime soon. Cause every Seems like every second I'm finding something new that I can do. So right, yeah. But you probably just spend like hours and hours and not really even get much done. <laughs> oh yeah, I I guarantee it. I mean, yeah, I can only imagine. I will say though, I I've been off of the FIFA train for a while and playing the uh, winning eleven Pro Evolution Soccer, whatever it's called. I mean, it's, both of those names are what it's called it just depends on the region you're in but uh i will say ea recently i don't know i don't know how recently but i recently saw it released the new fifa 22 trailer for like career mode or manager mode or whatever and like you have the possibility to make your own team make your own stadium and it's like whew. tell you what if you want me to buy your game again yeah if you want me to buy your game let me make my own team is a good way to get me to do it because uh I'm all about that. I'm all about that story life, making up a whole fake team and going on a journey. <laughs> no, so, yeah. I don't know. I might, uh, between that and Madden 22, those might be the EA games I actually buy this year. We'll see. But you never know. You can put, yeah. you, you can put a ribbon on a piece of shit. It's still a piece of shit, you know? That's what I've heard. So, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully those games aren't terrible, but. I've never tried that, what, though. Uh, no, I, I've never tried putting a ribbon on a piece of shit. 
I pick up my dog <laughs> shit, and when I put it in a like nice clean <laughs> bag, it's still a piece of shit. So I don't know. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. You didn't tell me your old grandpa used to be a huge piece of shit. <laughs> oh, let him hold the baby. People can change. <laughs> God, that shows. I haven't watched that show actually in a while. I need to watch season two for like the thirteenth time. I've been watching <laughs> ever since the last time we talked. I've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine again, and God, that show is hysterical. That show cracks me up. I've never um, seen that show. You should watch it. I think you'd really like it. I mean, it's it's Andy Samberg. First of all, he's incredibly funny. But uh, I mean, yeah, it's just a it's just a funny police detective show. It's it's goofy. It's yeah, isn't it from the same people that made The Office and Parks and Rec? Um, I think so. Yeah, or like the same conglomerate or whatever. I don't know if it's like the exact same people, but it's in that wheelhouse yeah. for sure of those type of shows. Sorry. I heard it's. I heard it's really funny. I've just never watched it. I will say though, like I mean, it's I, kind of similar to The Office in this, right? It is one of those shows where it's like. You definitely have to watch a couple episodes to kind of get get a f- understanding of the char- like all the different characters types of comedy in the show. Oh yeah, and then like also because the show really plays on kind of having running jokes, so you kind of have oh. to watch like you have to you have to kind of get through the beginning where it's like okay they're establishing these jokes that will become funny later yeah. as like later in the series like one of the running jokes. That happens early on. Andy Samberg. Uh, so his his character name is Jake Peralta, and he uh, his I mean another detective at the Brooklyn Nine Nine with him is Amy Santiago, and she's just like a goody two shoes. And so she'll say a certain thing where it's like, you know, I went and saw that show and I was unsatisfied, and he was like, I was unsatisfied. That's the title of your sex tape, and like that becomes the running joke <laughs> of like she says something. And he'll be like, that's the title of your sex tape. And it's, it is a very funny <laughs> joke in the show. But like the first time you hear it, it's just kind of out of the blue. But then yeah. every time he does it after that, it's, it just gets funnier and funnier. That but sounds like it, The Office. Yeah, it's got a good, I don't know. It's a good show. And I really like the cast. Terry Crews is very funny. The, oh, yeah, he's awesome. He's, he's their sergeant. And uh, like I said, Andy Sandberg is great. The, um, I, I don't remember the dude's real name. But his character name is Detective Boyle. He's just a really awkward, funny dude. It's it's a good show. You should give it a chance if you have the time. Fun fact. I went to college with Terry Crews' nephew. Wow, you're almost best friends. I know. So, like, basically, Terry Crews should give me money. So I'm going to make that connection somehow. (laughs) I'm going to make that happen. I know your nephew. Give me money. <laughs> Terry I mean Cruz, that's kind of. I feel like that's kind of how like. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of how celebrities <laughs> work. Though is like you know this person, so I'll give you money. Yeah. That's 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 a very simplified version of Hollywood. I was gonna say it sounds like Hollywood, from my understanding. Yeah, I mean that's what it <laughs> seems like. It seems like everyone that's famous either like knows somebody else that was famous or is a descendant of someone that was famous. So, yeah. Guess we're screwed, but it'd be like that. So, well, I mean, I'm not, I'm screwed. You're fine. You're you know Terry Cruz's nephew, so yeah, dude, speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, you've got the you've got the gate to get in. 
Zach Stone's going to be famous. Zach Stone, dude, that show is so funny. Zach Stone is going to be famous is one of the greatest shows that went unappreciated in its time. I need to watch it again. You, you I watched, watched it, it like, well, when it first came out, I watched. Oh, I don't yeah, know yeah, if I, I even watched all the episodes, but you have to watch it. It's so good. It's so dumb and it's so funny. <laughs> Bo Burnham is a genius. But, uh, man, I wish I had more to talk about, but I really got nothing. I mean, I've had, I had a busy week at work, but I mean, I don't, I don't feel like diving into that on the porch, but, <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, nothing really exciting has been going on. I've got yeah. a big vacation coming up. Ooh. I just got back to, from vacation. We're going to some, uh, islands off the coast of where we live. So that'll be fun. The Galapagos? Yeah, or Oki. I mean, I think that's what we call them here is the Oki Islands. But uh, Oki? Are you going yeah. to Oklahoma? Yep. You caught me. I'm going to the <laughs> islands of Oklahoma. Ah, here's beautiful. Just like Dolly Parton sang. Actually, I don't know if Dolly Parton <laughs> sang about Oklahoma, but it's the first one I could think of. It's freaking Merle Haggard, dude. Rest in peace. Uh, hey, yep. That's the one I I should have. Shame on me for not knowing the name you just said, and I already forgot. Merle Haggard. I know Merle Haggard. I'm, it's called a, it's called comedy. It's a bit. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's on yeah. me. I mean, it's all right. <laughs> it's you know, it comes in time. It comes in time. But yeah, know that. Your vacation sounds like it'll be cool. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't know. I hope it's cool. I hope it's relaxing. Like I said, is it like a like a beach? Um, I is mean, there beaches in Japan? Is that a very <laughs> stupid question? I don't know if you're trying to set up a comedic bit, but I'll answer. No, it I'm not. I, I I'm being like, like yes, you hear about they're... like beaches. Like, like in America, there's beaches, you know, people go to, like Florida or whatever, or like, you know, people go to like Jamaica or like, oh, what's that one? Turks and Caicos, you know, shit like that. Well, I want to be clear. You do know that Jamaica's not in America, right? No. I, yes, I fucking know that. I'm saying like, <laughs> I was saying people go to no, beaches in America I'm, I'm as, well as, as well as. Um, I will say from my limited experience of going to the beaches here in Japan, first of all, yes, there are beaches in Japan. Yes, people do go to them. In terms of it being like, you know, like beach resorts, which is what I think you're kind of thinking of. Yeah. I don't think those are as popular. I think there are some in Japan. I think I don't think they're, I mean, I, th- I think they exist, but I don't think they're as commonly gone to like in America. If that makes sense, yeah, that's that's what I was basically. Yeah, at. yeah. Like, I think yeah. To say are there beaches in Japan sounds silly, but you meant more of like beach resorts type thing. Yeah. To which I would say yes, there probably are, but I don't think they're as popular as they are like in America and stuff. I don't think it's like like when people go on. At least again, from my knowledge, vacation when people go on vacation in Japan, it's not necessarily like everyone goes to the beach. It's more of like 
oh, let's go to this like specific town that's famous for this because we like that. I don't know. It's it's more about exploring yeah. the country as opposed to like let's just go to a beach every year. Which right. I mean, there's nothing wrong nothing wrong with going to a beach every year, but just a different mindset. Right. I well I just got back from the beach. Um but I think I would almost rather go somewhere like I don't know, like I'd love to go back to Louisville. Um mm. and like down, you know, in that area and go on like the like the bourbon trail or whatever, you know, like go to all the distilleries and stuff and like different breweries and stuff that they have i think like that would be fun to me like going to the beach is cool you know you go hang out Mm. get fucking really bad sunburn (laughs) um (laughs) and like it's nice or whatever but like i'd almost rather do that or like um when i went to washington dc that's cool just because i love history and all the museums and stuff are yeah pretty sweet and or just places like that, you know? Um, I I would agree. I mean, I think, you know, obviously it's different for me now because with where I live, she and I can go to a beach. Like, it's like it's an hour car drive and we're at a beach. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, for me now, I almost have the mindset of like, well, if I want to go to the beach, we can just take a day, go to the beach, and like, there, we did it. Whereas like now a vacation, it's like, I want to go somewhere. I don't know. But... I think in terms of America, going to the beach is fun, but the problem is, like we just said, everyone does it. So, like, you go there, and it's just, it's just a cluster of people to where it's like you can't even really relax and enjoy it sometimes. Right, yeah. And, I don't know, for me personally, if I'm going to do, like, a beach vacation type thing, that's something where, like, like we did for spring break, all of us guys when we went. Like, I would want it to be a big yeah. group where we can all kind of hang out and chill. I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I don't agree. know. Yeah. To do it. Uh, I don't know. The beach is cool, but I, I agree. I, I I'm, I'm at a point now where it's like, I don't know. Let's just go somewhere else. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's right. Yeah. Let's explore something else. The beach is, I don't know. It's, it's the beach. It hasn't changed yeah. since <laughs> I was like six years old. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure scientifically or something, it probably has changed, but visually it looks the exact same. Right. But no, yeah, I'm excited. I'm just, vacation will just be nice. Cause like I said, this, especially this past week has been rough, but just this whole summer, this year, not being a break and going to all these summer schools and whatnot is just, it'll be nice to have a little break to not think about work and it'll just be me, her and, Old Jojo. He's gonna Oh Jojo's he, going? Yeah, he's gonna have a heart oh, attack. Boy. He's bless his heart. <laughs> he he's he's a goofball. I love this dog. <laughs> he's very uh he's starting to show his true emotions now. So like yesterday she had the day off. <clears throat> so she spent the whole day at the apartment hanging out with him which means he didn't have to be in his cage like normal. But we also don't want him to like, for, I don't know how to explain it. We don't want him to have extended days without being in the cage because then, you know, when he does have to go back into it, he's like, the hell, man. I just spent yeah. four <laughs> days not going in it. Why do I have to go in it? Right. I think, I think for like an hour or something, she left and, and put him in the cage. 
but she recently figured out that he has a fear of umbrellas. Oh. Don't ask me why he does, but he does. And so she had the idea, coming from a good spot. Like it's, She had pure intentions with this. I'm not trying to bash my wife here. But she was like, oh, to get him comfortable with the umbrella, I'm going to open the umbrella and just put it in the room where his cage is so he has to sit in a room <laughs> with an open umbrella that terrifies him. And, uh, I mean, he didn't try to break out of his cage or anything, but she said ever since she got back and, like, moved the umbrella, he just, like, he didn't, he wanted nothing to do with her for the rest of the day. He just wasn't about it. <laughs> he sat on his little bed. He didn't want to eat his dinner. He didn't want to go on a walk. He was just real stubborn. And we were like, dude, we get it. You didn't like the umbrella. It's, it's okay. So, <laughs> today he was a little more friendly towards us, and, uh, happy to see us when we woke up but yeah yesterday he was just he wanted nothing to do with us that's funny he's a he's a scared of umbrellas yeah i mean your guess is as good as mine but i would just assume it's because he you know he grew up for some for like half a year in the wild he never saw an umbrella say it just freaks him out he just he gets spooked by the easiest stuff. Even when we're walking, if I like drag my foot while we're walking on accident, and it makes like the scraping sound on the pavement, he like mm-hmm. dart, he like darts. He freaks out because he thinks something's happening. It's like no, dude, I was just lazy for half a second and didn't pick my foot. Up <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd assume it's just the noise, like you know, being in yeah. the wild, like everything's trying to kill you. So. Yeah. Every everything that makes a noise you have to be like hyper aware of, I would assume. I've yeah. never lived in the wild myself, but let's give it a shot, one two. I think we um, can do it. Um I don't know, dude. I've watched a lot of like uh Discovery Channel and Animal Planet and stuff, and that shit looks dangerous. I mean, how long can the human body live without food? Because that's about how long I could live in the wild, I would imagine. Like three days. <laughs> All right, well, then I could live three days in the wild. <laughs> no, it's probably longer. It's definitely longer than three days because I've heard of people like yeah. fasting I think, and stuff, I think right? water. I think water is three days. Wow, we're definitely showing how stupid we are right now. That's for sure. <laughs> um, now, my dumbass, if I lived in the wild, dude, I swear, I'd be one of those guys who's like, hmm, some berries, and I'd eat them, and yeah. then I would die <laughs> from poison. <laughs> Just get dysentery and die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would... <laughs> um, there's no way I could live in the water. I mean... Yeah, I don't I know. like I f- going into it, but there's no way I could live Yeah. There. I feel like I would just... Like, I'm too stupid to, like, know what berries are good to eat or not to eat, so I would probably just, like, not eat any of the berries. Um, and probably just try to like kill a a squirrel or I don't. Were you about to say bear? Were you feeling? No, were you I was going to say bear. Okay. No, no, I was no. like, "There's no way in hell no. you have the ability." To kill a bear. <laughs> no, no, no. I could, I could take a bear, dude. <laughs> I mean, I could take a bear until it kills me. A, a black bear. Black bears are like. House cats, apparently. I don't. I'm not testing that theory, but you can if you would like. 
what's what's the there's a saying black black bear fight back brown bear oh what is it i do not it's know. it's like black fight back brown you're fucked or something like that i don't know <laughs> Yes, everyone's <laughs> famous famous phrase to remember when you're in the wild. Black bears fight back, brown, you're fucked. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, bears are fun to look at. Ground. A... Maybe it's ground. Brown, yeah. get on the ground. Like, get in a fetal position. Probably. I'll be uh, honest, if, I, if I'm near a bear, I'm probably just going to get in the fetal position regardless of the color of its fur. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, I'll, well, I'll probably shit myself first and then... Yeah, you're right. That would definitely... 100% that would happen first. Because what bear's going to eat a guy with shit in his pants? A dumb one. I mean... It's logical. I wouldn't eat a guy with shit in his pants. Well, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> that's yeah. I, I'd like to assume that I wouldn't ever eat a guy. Period. But I guess if we're in the wild, you never know what's going to happen. Well, yeah, I couldn't do that. I was going to say, like, you know, maybe if you're like on an island or something and you have no food. But uh, yeah, there's no way I could do that. I mentally could not. No, there's no way. Bring myself to do that. Which I mean, I will say, like. The people who can't, not, not this is going back to just living in the wild, not about eating people. Oh. The people, <laughs> people who can just like live off nature and live in the wild, kudos to you, man. Like that's, that's an incredible thing. But like, I, I get hot like 15 minutes out of air conditioned buildings. So like, <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. Like I, I, when I took Jojo for a walk last night and at night, like it's 9 p.m. Literally, we walked for like 10 minutes, and I was like, dude, can we go back? Like, I need some AC. This is just, yeah. this is the worst. So, I'm too pampered to live in the wild. I can admit it. Yeah, I would Got be no the worst Native American of all time. Like, having to live off the land and, like, be outside all the time. Dude, I'd I be mean, dead in, like, yeah. two days. Yeah, like I said, dude, I would be that guy who's like, some berries and I would eat them and I would get like you said dysentery <laughs> I'd be out be nothing I could do like, about it like that president who's the president that died from dysentery I don't know wasn't there a president who died taking a dump though that was that was him he he got dysentery and like had, which is just basically like really bad diarrhea and like vomiting and stuff and he died hell yeah dude if I'm gonna go out that's how I wanna go he supposedly, I think this is right. I could be totally wrong, but he was at some festival or something, and he well, ate some Lollapalooza. Like, um, I think it was Burning Man. I'm not sure. That would make yeah. That that checks out. But he ate some like rotten cherries or something, and he was like, "Oh fuck, those are rotten and gross." <laughs> so he wa- washed it down with some fucking old milk. And uh, that just kind of co- coagulated in his stomach. Like, okay. And uh, he shit his uh, pants and died. 
that's I mean, I get it's a different time. And like let's just take the rotten milk, like let's act like it was fresh milk. Why is your go to to wash like <laughs> I don't get me wrong, I love milk, but like I've never once in my life been like, God, I gotta get this taste out of my mouth. Let me drink a <laughs> glass of milk. Like, that usually never, does the trick. That's, that's never my go to. That's a famous uh, palate cleanser is milk. <laughs> I think that's what they offer you at like wine tastings before you drink the next glass. Yeah. Like, here, chug this glass of 2% milk. <laughs> I can't even... look up who that was. President it who died was uh, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, dude. Of course. Oh, his name's my name too. No shit, didn't know that. Zachary Taylor. Jeez, everyone's favorite president. He's at a Fourth of July party. Okay, now the milk makes sense. Can't tell you the last Fourth of July party I went to that didn't have a glass of milk out for everybody. I usually set milk out. I usually put uh, it in like a punch bowl that you can just serve yourself. Well, it's like Christmas. You set out, you know, brats and milk for uh, Uncle Sam when he comes. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> what if that was, oh my gosh, what if that was a thing? Not, I mean, not specifically Fourth of July, but just like every holiday. You had to set something out for the fictional, or not, well, I guess fictional character. Like, so Christmas you'd have milk and cookies, and like Easter it's like hard-boiled eggs and milk or something. <laughs> every holiday you have to set something out. St. Patrick's Day would be easy. Just put out a bowl of Lucky Charms, I guess. And green beer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I didn't think of that. What would you set out for uh, Washington, George Washington's birthday? Isn't that a holiday? (laughs) Washington's Day? (laughs) Yeah. The moment I started saying that, I was like, that's not right. Like President's Day? Yeah, I think that, I'm pretty sure President's Day is George Washington's birthday. I think that's the same thing. Yeah, I think it's his birthday, and if I'm correct, I think Abe Lincoln's birthday is around there too, but I'm not positive. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, what would you set out for George Washington's birthday? Yeah, or we could say President's Um, Day. That seems to be the easier thing to say. I was going to say, like, that's the name. Some some toothpaste and fucking cherries, I guess, since he cut down a cherry tree. Fun fact he did not. That's just a completely fake story that someone made up. I think I've heard that, actually. Yeah, there's no. And actually, the wooden tea thing, too, is also believed to be fake. Like, there's no documentation of either one of those things happening. Yeah, they said... Fun stories, though. Didn't they say it was, like, fucking walrus tusk or some shit? I think he he just had grills. I think he just had platinum, diamond, and plated grills. Oh. That makes more sense. Yeah. I think that's where the whole craze kind of caught on. Had to show, you know... Britain that we had some Yeah. Had some fucking bling, you know? Exactly. But uh Yeah, dude, George Washington, that was a long time ago. What? That was like at least three years ago? Few at least. 
I think he's still alive. George Washington? Yeah. I think there might be someone named George Washington that's still alive. Well, I mean, you know, they say like Tupac and like Elvis are still alive. Oh, yeah. Do you think he's just on that island with them? He... Mm, I'm willing to guess that (laughs) he's not alive, but I am willing to wager his bloodline is probably still intact. So he still has blood? (laughs) Yep. That's yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I meant. He still has blood inside of him. No, I would like I I am willing to wager that his family lineage has never like broken off, you know what I mean? Like I Yeah. Which would I mean that's still kind of crazy to think about. I mean, you're talking 300 year, I mean 300 400 years. 300 massive. Um it'd be just under 300. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's a pretty good family lineage, if you ask me. It's a long time. It is a long time. I wonder if I, like thought. any of my family, like any one of my family tree, is a uh, super important to history. Probably not. Um, well, I'm willing to guess not. I have like a distant cousin that won the Heisman. Have I told you that before? No. Let's dive into yeah. that story. That sounds interesting. Yeah, his name's uh, Billy Vessels. Played There's for no, you're, you can't dude. I swear, Google him. Billy Vessels. Billy Vessels played That's for not- Oklahoma. Won the Heisman, and then he actually played for the Baltimore Colts. I accidentally typed "Bully Vessels" and your picture popped up. Hold on. I was going to say that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Vessels. Billy Dale Vessels was a gridiron football player. Played, played for University of Oklahoma and won the Heisman in 1952. Yeah, and he went on to be Baltimore Colts. Everything you just said checks out. Yeah, dude. And he, I mean, he kind of looks like you. Well, what's funny is seriously, though, like my grandfather, mm-hmm. um, he like resembles him. I mean, maybe I haven't seen your grandpa in a long time, but not my mom's dad. My dad's dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I, I haven't seen him in a long time, but I don't really see a resemblance in any way, shape, or form. But that checks out. No, my dad's right. dad, because he the was one that I've never he met. He was a vessels. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah that that's how last names gotta work. Now that I think about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And, and apparently a bunch of my family moved to Indiana from Oklahoma. So Well, that would also make sense. I mean, I don't know when his playing career was. I'm gonna assume he wasn't a part of the move when the Baltimore Colts came to Indiana, but it is kind of funny how that works out. Yeah. Said no, he, he died played in, in like two thousand one. Yeah. He was, was a second overall. Him. He was a second overall pick. I think he won the Heisman as like a junior or something. He wasn't even a senior when he won it. Huh. Well, I think it says 1952 Heisman Trophy winner, and he was drafted in 1953. So 
That would check out in my book. That would yeah. mean he won it the year before he was drafted. So Yeah, because he won the Heisman. I'm pretty sure he won the Heisman and then went back and played his senior year after winning the Heisman, which is kind of nuts to think about. Like, yeah, that would in terms like of today never happen now. Hey, uh, here's some fun stuff off his Wikipedia page. If you want me to read this, yeah. After his football career, Vessels was employed for many years by the Mackle Company, one of Florida's leading developers. In the 1970s, he became involved in horse breeding and served on the Florida Paramutual Commission from 1976 to 1983, becoming its executive director. He was elected president of the National Association of State Racing Commissions in 1984 and served as director of the Florida Division of Paramutual Wagering from 1987 to 1989. So dude loved horses. That explains why I fucking love Equestrian sports. Absolutely. Also, that's, another fun thing. That's a lie. In se- yeah. No, <laughs> name one person that likes equestrian sports. And if someone listening does, come fight me. I'll, you don't like the sport. You're just pretending. Randy Anyways, Moss. You're, please tell me you're joking. Randy Moss likes equestrian sports. Randy Moss, but not the football player. Ah, uh, gotcha. A guy named Randy okay. Moss that's been on part of my take. Who, uh, that makes yeah, big makes horse sense. racing guy. Anyways, <clears throat> sorry. In September 2003, Cleveland, Oklahoma, renamed its high school football stadium Billy Vessels Memorial Stadium in honor of Vessels. In 2007, the University of Oklahoma, through the state's uh, centennial celebration, awarded the Vessels Heisman statue to Cleveland, Oklahoma where it sits across from Cleveland High School in front of the school's gymnasium and event center. I'll be damned. So, dude, That'd be life. cool to go see. I mean, yeah, dude. That'd be really cool to go see. Let's look up uh, Famous Tiptons, because, I mean, we've already kind of outed your last name, so might as well out my <laughs> last name. Um, I know the first one coming to my mind is London Tipton. Daughter of the owner of the Tipton Hotel oh, yes. that everyone knows and loves. Yeah, uh, just gonna go on go on the record for anyone who's not intelligent enough to know that's not a real hotel. She's not a real person. So quit asking me. Thanks. She's not a real person. No, she was a ghost that whole show. You know that? Was she like CGI? No, she was a ghost. A CGI ghost. Yeah. She was a ghost that they CGI'd in. I like how you just, you were just done with, you were done entertaining. You just, yes. Uh, all right. Tipton's surname. Let's just go down this rabbit hole and find some fun ones. Um, so we've got a voice actress, a regular actress, a jazz musician, which, oh my goodness, you're not going to believe this. Billy, you know what? Let's look at this. Billy Tipton. We went from Billy Vessels to Billy Tipton. Here we go. That's just a really talented name, apparently. Apparently. Um, whoa, this is actually insane. Also from Oklahoma. 
What? Yeah. Um. Wow. Almost born on the same day as me. Born December 9th. Or, nope, that's my birthday. Born December 29th. <laughs> um. Wow, as a high school student, Tipton went by the nickname Tippy and became interested in music, playing piano and saxophone. Wow. People call me Tippy sometimes. That's just this is actually, drinking. This is actually a super interesting. Yeah, that is that is when they call me that. Um this I gotta I wanna read more about this. There's way too much for me to just like casually dive into this right now. Uh that's something mm. I'm definitely gonna want to look at later though. That was wild. There's a, there's about four John Tiptons in here. Apparently that's a common name in my family lineage. Um here we go. Eddie Raymond Tipton committed fraud on US lotteries. Now that's my kind of <laughs> that's my kind of family member. Hell yeah. Uh, Came to light in 2017, so very recent. Um, all right, no, that's just about that's just about a scandal. That's not really going into who they are as a person. But Eric Tipton, American Major League Baseball player and college baseball and football coach. Jeez, man, was busy. A lot of <laughs> baseball players. There's a Matthew Tipton who. Uh, is a Welsh football player and manager. Gonna guess not really related to me, although who knows. Welsh? Yes, like from the country Wales. Wallace? Yeah, that one too. Wales? Uh, yeah, dude, the country Wales. Let's look at Eric <laughs> Did a lot of sports. Eric Gordon Tipton was an American professional baseball left fielder. Played for the Philadelphia Athletics and the Cincinnati Reds. Let's go. Also known as a college football player, Tipton was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame in 1965. Whoa. Doesn't have a great batting average in the MLB. But that's right. <laughs> was, his career batting average was a 270. Oh, that's not bad. No, no, it's not terrible. 22 home runs, 151 RBIs. In the six years that he played, it looks like. Well, college bad. football career. He, he like played No. Played college football. Oh, this is my dream football player. Tipton played college football at Duke University as a running back and punter. God, man, I wish that was still how <laughs> like, yeah. football worked nowadays. Oh, yeah. While there, the Blue Devils won 25 games and lost only four and won the Southern Conference Championship in 1936 and 1938. For his college career, he rushed for 1,633 yards and scored 17 touchdowns. One of the most notable games came against Pittsburgh in 1938. During the game, Tipton had seven punts that stayed within Pitt's own 10-yard line and another seven stopped inside the 20-yard line as Duke won 7 to nothing. You gotta love it, dude. You gotta love it. <laughs> love it. Then you just, just go straight into his professional. Struggle. Yeah. Straight into his professional baseball career where Tipton was drafted into the 13th round of 1939. Oh, sorry. Tipton was drafted in the 13th round of the 1939 NFL draft by the Washington football team, but chose to play professional baseball instead. 
he played outfield for the Phillies. Wouldn't that, like, I just love that. At that time, he was like, you know what? Could go to the NFL or uh, let's just be a pro baseball player instead. Like, yeah, just walking on to a pro baseball team. Yeah, that'd be cool to have that choice. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Tipton then played in the American Association of Independent Professional Baseball. That's a mouthful. With the St. Paul Saints and the Portland Beavers. And um, that's it, man. Oh, wait. He went on to be a coach, apparently, um, for the College of William and Mary. That's kind of a bummer. Only Williams and Marys can go to that college. Yeah, the College of William. That's not very inclusive. Feels like it's the opposite of that. No, it's inclusive. Yeah. It's not inclusive, it's inclusive, right? I think, I think the word you're looking for is exclusive. Meaning something does not include many people, it's exclusive. No, that's not how words work, dude. You're right. If something's not inclusive, it's just exclusive. <laughs> it's exclusive. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. It just. You're, <laughs> yep. Exclusive. I'm not gonna argue. Native language, Macaulay. <laughs> I wonder if that's even a word. Exclusive. I mean, I'm sure it used to be a word. <clears throat> like I'm sure there's an mm. origin in there somewhere. It's the grammatical distinction between inclusive and exclusive. Look at that. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Meaning it's it is at least a word. I'll take it. Hey, little victories, man. Little victories. <laughs> what the heck? Dude, okay. I have a question. Yeah. So, <clears throat> at these summer schools that we have been teaching at, we being me and uh, Veronica, when, so a topic we've talked about is the Olympics. And to my surprise, and, and I get it, like I, I fully understand it, but it, I don't know, it's just maybe I'm in my own bubble on this thinking. That's why I'm asking you. So, Whenever they talk about the Olympics, they are always very specific to say the Olympics happen every four years. Mm -hmm. Which, yeah, Summer Olympics happen, ha happen every four years. But there's also a Winter Olympics that happens two years after the Summer Olympics. The Olympics are always mm -hmm. two years staggered. So it's summer, winter, summer, winter. Mm -hmm. So if I were to say the Olympics happen every two years, does that make me sound insane? Because, like, uh, to me... Semantics at that point. Okay, I mean, yeah, I get that it is, but it's just like, I don't know. I grew up with, like, that... I don't, I don't know. I shouldn't say grew up with that mindset, but, like, that's how my family always talked about it. Like, the Olympics are every two years. Like, whenever we talked about the Olympics, like, oh, you know, can't wait, you know, till the next one in two years. Like, I don't know. Whenever we referred to the time frame, it was always two years. And now I'm slowly finding out that, like, there's not anyone else that really does that everyone just says every four years and it's like 
Yeah, I always said every four years, I guess, because you think of the Summer Olympics as being, you know, the Olympics. Because the Winter Olympics, I mean, those are cool, but, like, I feel like those, it's not followed as much. That's, I I guess that's fair. And I guess, you know. Not as popular. Well, I haven't done a study of the history of the Olympics, but I feel like the original Olympics were, like, the Summer Olympics. So, that makes sense. I, I don't know. It was just one of those things where I was like, I, I guess I'm, you know, I'm I'm the the lone thinker on this one. So, yeah, there's a little topic to bring up. I asked because I heard the Olympics on on my TV in the background and uh, yeah, it just popped in my head. Men's uh, USA just won the basketball gold medal. Hey, good for them, dude. These Olympics have been uh, been pretty fun and exciting. I'm not gonna lie. Dude, I watch them as much as I can. I always forget how much I fucking love the Olympics until, like, they're on. Yeah, well, and for me, like, I don't know, I think my big thing is just that it's, like, I thought this year, which, I don't, I mean, it's been a little weird without having a bunch of, like, fans in the crowds and whatnot, but, like, I don't know, man, it's just, the Olympics are such a beautiful celebration of, like, sport, and I just love it, like, Mm -hmm. sports that you never really get to watch get to be on TV and like, you can really admire the athletes that have trained for that specific sport, whether you know about it or not. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's just like a beautiful celebration of sports and what they mean to everyone. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like more, it. they're more than, you know, just like playing a game. Like, yeah. You know, national well, pride like, and all the amount of time and effort people put into stuff and the competition, yeah. like, it's just, it's just awesome. Well, like, what was it? There was, um, and I don't remember her name and I feel bad for that, but, like, there was um, a woman from the Philippines who won, like, the Philippines' first ever gold medal in weightlifting or something. And it's like, I don't know, it's just so cool to see how much, like you said, like, to just watch her embrace that moment of like i did it like i don't know like understanding what it means to not only the person as an athlete but like like you said to represent their country and like what it means on a bigger scale is just yeah for sure it's amazing sports are just awesome i love sports they're i mean i feel like i probably spend way too much time following and focusing on sports but yeah, probably too. <laughs> but it's like they're just they're just so awesome. Like and that's why I always hate, you know, people people will say stuff like, you know, oh, it's just a game. Why well, you get so worked up over it's like it's not just a game though, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. There's... Maybe it's because I played sports, you know, and played a little bit in college and like Unless you've like put that much time and effort into something and like revolved your life around it, yeah, then you just don't. I feel like you just don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, oh, absolutely. I, and I, I know you know that because you always played sports and stuff too. So like, yeah, but oh no. Well, and not and not only that. Like, even on a professional level, I know people are like, you know, why uh, people don't understand why some people get so focused in on the teams that they support and stuff. And it's like, well, you got to kind of understand, like for most people, 
the teams they support, you know, they either buy merchandise from that team or like they go to the events and stuff. So like in a weird way, their money is helping pay f- like, you know, like your money goes into that team. You want to yeah, see that for team sure. be successful. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, I don't want to call it an investment, but like, that's kind of what it is. Like you put your money into them to hope to see them do well. And like when they do, it feels like you're a part of that winning team. And when they lose, it feels like yeah. you're a part of that losing team. And, yeah, I don't know, it's just easy to get sucked into it. You, you know, may not be, you know, I mean, investing money. I mean, you do when you buy stuff. Right. Obviously, but like you invest time and your attention to it. And, you know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's entertainment for sure. But like. Absolutely. I just feel like with sports, it's just a different connection. You know what I mean? Because it's. It's not well, like. Yeah. It's not like watching like a TV show. Like you can get invested in a TV show or whatever. Right, but, like, right. That's like fictional. Yeah. Well, and I think usually, you know what I mean. I think with like what you were saying, having played sports, I think there's a part of you that kind of understands. Like you understand where the athletes are somewhat coming. Like obviously, you're not a professional athlete yourself, but like you know the time and effort you put into your sport, so you could do well or whatever. And mm-hmm. so you kind of understand, like, I don't know, you just, it's a, yeah, it's a common, it's a common ground type thing. It's, yeah. And just passion yeah. for it. And yeah. like, you know, it's just, just connecting with, connecting emotions with humans that you don't know. Yeah. But you know that, you know, you felt the same emotions. And it's like, a, it's like a connection thing, I think. Yeah, and in, in my case, at least. Yeah, I was no, I was just gonna say sports have the power to connect people. Like they always have, they mm-hmm. always will. Like I mean, even with me and you know, Manchester United, the, the soccer team that I like, that all started purely because my oldest my oldest brother Addison bought a book because he I mean he was into them first, but one year for Christmas he got a book um about Wayne Rooney, legendary striker. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I didn't know who it was, so I just asked him who it was, and he like he started showing me clips, and like whenever he would watch a game or talk about him, I wanted to know more, and that I mean that was when I was in like fifth grade, I think fifth or sixth grade in elementary school, and I just jumped on the, the I mean I hate to say the phrase, but kind of jumped on the bandwagon with him because I wanted to connect mm-hmm. with my I mean he and I have like a six year age gap, so at that point he was approaching the end of high school, and I was just going into junior high. So it's mm-hmm. like I wanted to, I wanted to have something to connect with him, and it just so happened to be that team. And uh, I mean, he and I to this day, that's still like one of our major talking points when it comes to sports yeah. is talking about Manchester United. So yeah, yeah. All the, I mean, all the sports teams that I like and follow, um, for the most part, are all because my grandpa liked them and we would sit and watch games together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. and I spent a lot of time with him when I was younger, you know? So yeah. Yeah. There's just that connection. Yeah. It's a a beautiful thing, man. Sports are, sports are incredible. Gotta love them. Yeah. And well, even like hockey, when we got into hockey, like I I wanted to get into hockey for a few years, but I just never really had anybody talk to, about it or anything and then 
you know, a few of us just decided, well, we're going to start watching hockey. Let's pick a team. And, you know, we're, we, we're connected through that even, you know, yeah. I mean, like we were yeah. already friends, but like, no, yeah, he definitely did something for our, I mean, we're already very close friends, but even having yeah. that new talking point, like, I don't know. It just felt like, you know what I mean? Like we, we message each other fairly frequently, but when we were diving into the, getting into the abs, like it was like every single day abs. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it was just nonstop mm-hmm. talking about it, learning about it. And I don't know. It was cool. It was, it was really mm-hmm. interesting. But yeah. You know, I mean, I look at the Olympics. Literally the whole world comes together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. That's the, like, I don't know. That's the wild thing for me. Cause what was it? I was watching like the, I don't know. I think it was hurdles last night or not last night, mm-hmm. the other night. And, uh, there were like one girl or two girls just kind of like, I mean, they clearly like missed a hurdle and they just both like stopped because they knew there was no chance of like making it to the end or whatever and getting a medal. Cause like it was the finals and they both just like stopped or whatever. And the commentator was talking and I was like, you know, yeah, obviously they're upset and it's heartbreaking. It's like, but they still made it to the finals of the Olympics. Like, yeah, that's an insane feat to accomplish as a human being. Like, yeah, it's even, ridiculous. If you, even if you don't make it to the podium to be in that last eight. Of yeah. the final, like, I don't know that like, that's an insane feat that some people will never achieve. And like, there's nothing to be ashamed about. And like, if you make it to a final, I mean, even make it to the Olympics itself, no matter how well you do, you made it to the Olympics. You're you will forever be an Olympian, and that's an yeah, insane an title Olympian. to carry. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, dude. The Olympics just always get me super excited, just because I don't know the stories that unfold and whatnot. Like it's just it's crazy. Yeah, they're like I said. I always like forget about them. Yeah. And then, like, when they're on, I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's – I always – like I said, I, I don't I don't necessarily focus on them 24-7 at this point. In the beginning, I, like, watch everything wholeheartedly and mm-hmm. super focused. But, like, I'm, I'm now at the point where it's, like, I'll turn it on on the TV, and, like, if I walk past it, I'll, like, see it or, I'll, like, I'll, you know, look, look at updates on Twitter or whatnot. But mm-hmm. – yeah, it's still, I don't know, dude. The Olympics are just so cool. So, and just all the all the events they have in them now, like, ugh. yeah. It's just, I think I had the most fun watching the three x three basketball. That was dope. I was, only saw clips of that. I didn't actually watch like, uh, like I didn't watch it live or anything. Right. Which I mean, don't get me wrong. I love normal basketball. Like, it's great. But like, I don't know something about the street fast like paced version of it which mm-hmm. is super cool yeah well and uh since it's in japan like the time difference and stuff is oh i can only made imagine it, made it somewhat hard for me to follow and watch a whole lot but i mean yeah i'd say almost every night i've flipped it on for at least a little bit like uh Watched a few few of the basketball games. Um, uh, watched like fencing. I've watched rowing. Dude, fencing, uh, fencing is insane. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You can keep going. No, I you're good. To say that fencing is insane. Yeah, no, it is. Like, I... How do they see? That's my question. How the fuck do you see? <laughs> yeah, right. They got fucking spacesuits on, swinging well, little needles at each other. Like, yeah, <laughs> not only spacesuits, but whoever sets up like the gymnasium that they're in is like, you know what? We're going to have one spotlight, and that's it. Everything yeah. else will be turned off, <laughs> and it will be in the dark. And it's like, why? <laughs> like, how does that help at all? Yeah. It's just, it's nuts. And the other thing I don't get is like they'll miss a hit or something, and they just like put their sword on the ground and like bend the tip of it. And it's like, what does that do? Why are you bending the yeah. tip of your sword? <laughs> you can break it, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. It's, <laughs> I don't know. Fencing, fencing's wild. And it's one of those sports that I'm sure that it's incredibly hard. I mean, I, I know it's incredibly hard, but like it doesn't look hard just because I think the people are so fucking good at it that they make oh, it look easy. You know, does that make yes. sense? Yes, absolutely. It's, it is 100% one of those sports where it's like, that doesn't look hard at all. And it's like, no, they're just super good at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, that's what it is. I was trying to think. I'm trying to think of like another example of that, like, um, like curling. Yeah, curling. That's fucking incredibly hard. But like, it you, looks easy because they just like slide the thing and then do the brush. Right, and, right, right. You know? <laughs> yeah, you would probably disagree with me on this because I think you've done this sport, so you actually have knowledge. But like, I think shot put or the javelin throw stuff like that. Mm-hmm. doesn't like like when they make a fault or something you're like how how like there's no like yeah. i wouldn't do that and it's like no they're just really good you absolutely would screw when you tried to do it yeah but no but you watch sh- these olympians do shot put and it's cake every single time for them yeah shot put is incredibly hard if you like actually do it correctly um i coach shot put actually uh, you didn't know that? Uh, no. I mean, I I knew you did track and field stuff, but I didn't know it was specifically shot put. Yeah, and like the form for shot put, it's like I always equate it to like a golf swing. So like right. swing swinging a golf club looks easy, but like when you break it down and like there's so many like little things that have to go right that you have to have going on like at the same time for it to be, you know, a perfect hit or whatever. Right. It's yeah. it's the same thing with shot put. Like your feet have to be doing one thing while your hips are doing another and then your shoulders and your arms are doing it's like you have to be like incredibly coordinated and athletic on top of being strong also. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I was going to say on top of being able to throw this solid object very far. Yeah. It's it, and it does like when you're watching it, it's like, oh, you fucking, you know, spun around and threw it, or you know, like, yeah, but it's like, it's so, like, just so many minute details and like getting your bot each part of your body to do something different at right. the same time, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think honestly, 
you could make that argument with like a lot of track and field events is where it's like, it just looks super easy on the Olympics, but it's like, no, they're just incredibly like they've worked so hard at it. Cause like right. another one that came, another one that came to mind was like long jump where it's literally just sprint and jump <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to the, you know, to the, what's the, to the layman's eye, but it's like, no, like your, your foot, I, I don't know, like the, your step pattern or whatever. Like, I don't know. It, it's, it's not as easy as it looks. That's all that matters. Right. You yeah. know what? Speaking of that, though, like I want to talk about sports that look incredibly hard and are incredibly hard, probably. Freaking water polo. How does that even work? <laughs> so, like, this, I'm going to sound incredibly dumb. I assume that's like deep water. Like, they have to just tread water the whole time, right? Like, they're not touching yes. the ground. No, they okay. are not touching the ground. They are actively swimming the whole time. I that's what I assumed, but I wasn't positive. No, that's I don't I don't think that's a stupid question. I mean, water polo is not at least in America, it's not a super popular sport. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, you're constantly treading water, and it's insane. Well, like the thing that just blows my mind, and I think this is the historian in me with not just water polo, but a lot of sports I see at the Olympics is like, how did that even start? Who? How did that happen? <laughs> right? Yeah, like. <laughs> well, I did like a little search on it. I didn't. I don't remember the article thing that I read, but I know it gets the name polo. Like the reason why it's called water polo is because I guess it looked similar to like normal polo when it first was originated. Like they you know the horses horse. in the water. Yeah. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't do that. It just looked similar, so they started calling it water polo, and then it just adapted and became this big thing. But that is a sport I do not – it's exciting to watch, don't get me wrong, but I don't understand. Like, that and handball are two sports that, like, look so fun to play. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, how did these start at all? Because they don't – I don't know. Like, I just feel it's just insane. Water polo more than handball. Like, yeah. how, how do you not pass out halfway through a game? <laughs> right like i don't know like i can't imagine that's just it's insane mm -hmm. so much swimming and just so much like i would imagine core strength uh yeah like just like treading water for that long like i don't I yeah don't know. feel sorry for the goalkeepers in both of those sports though water polo and handball because Damn, they get scored on a lot. I was gonna say, I feel like, like, a good fucking goalie and something like that gives. It's kind of like lacrosse. I feel like if you've ever yeah. watched any lacrosse, yeah, it's like that shit's got to be impossible to stop. Like, yeah, it's. I just can't. Well, to me, handball, and this is not bashing anyone who likes handball. Handball to me looks like somebody hated soccer. And they were like, you know what? We're only using our hands in this sport. It's like, <laughs> like they just wanted to make soccer, but exclusively with your hands. And so right. naturally, you, you now get scores that are like 25 to 20 because there's a man standing in front of a goal trying to block someone throwing a ball, <laughs> which is yeah. way easier than trying to shoot a ball like with your foot. Right. But yeah, I don't know. It just cracks me up. 
yeah, I don't know. What there was another sport. What was it? Oh, let's just go ahead and talk about triathlons because those are insane that they exist ever. Yeah. Like what somebody does that. Yeah. Like somebody was like, you know what? Just running a marathon. That's easy. Anyone can do that. I want to swim for a certain distance first and then ride a bike for another part of the distance (laughs) and then finish with running because that's a real challenge. And it's now an Olympic event. I mean, it's been an Olympic event for a while, I think, but that's just like there was there, what was it? There was a dude, the dude who won the men's triathlon when I was watching. It. I want to say he was from Norway, I think. But they were talking about his like training regimen, and they're like, "Yeah, he just runs like even when there's like ten feet of snow, he just runs in the mountains." And it's like it's never. Nope, couldn't do it. Not nah. get tired walking down the stairs of my apartment. Nope. Yep. Not for me. Not for me. Kudos <laughs> to you. Not for me. So. Uh, I'll pass. Yeah. But it, that's, that's when a sport really blows my mind when, like, even at the Olympics, the people who have, like we were just saying, people who can make it look easy look like they're struggling. That's how mm-hmm. you know a sport is insane. Yeah. When even the best of the best can't make it look easy, that's insane. But I I don't know if I'm that good at literally anything. No, I'm not. Like, I'm not even that good at tying my shoes. No. Maybe once. I don't even tie my shoes, really. (laughs) Yeah, nope. Maybe once in my life I could make that argument with like Guitar Hero. <laughs> but even now, dude, I'm not like no. I mm, living in fantasy worlds, I, I make that look pretty easy. I've literally oh, made I'm... a whole <laughs> I was gonna say I've made like a whole fictional universe for my soccer manager that I have on my computer. I made yeah. a whole I made a whole fictional hockey league for NHL, so yeah, I'm pretty good. At, I'm pretty good at that. There you go. It's my it's my contribution. When's that <laughs> an Olympic sport? Right. I. Oh. I'm just incredibly average all around. I feel like. Hey, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> I set the uh, I set the average line. You know. Yeah, I mean, somebody has to do that. Like that's literally. You have to. Somebody's got to be average. That reminds me. What was it? I was watching a while back. It was a. It's a. It's an old Daniel Tosh bit. I. Uh, I don't know why, but I was. I. I'd wanted to watch some of his stand up that I hadn't watched in a long time, and he has a bit where he talks about a. He, he's he makes a joke about the fifteen seconds of fame or fifteen minutes of fame that everyone is supposed to get or whatever. And he's like, what they don't tell you is. That's the average. Meaning, someone like me, who's had 15 years of being famous, he's like, that means everyone in here gets zero minutes of fame. Because, like, I don't know, he just does a whole bit about the 15 <laughs> minutes of fame for everyone is just an average. He's like, yeah. we don't take any consideration. That means everyone else pretty much gets no fame. And right. it's like we were saying earlier, just the people who uh, who know somebody get to keep their fame. But 
Yeah. Daniel Tosh is very funny. I think he's incredibly hysterical. He and, is uh, funny. I haven't watched him in a long, uh, <coughs> excuse me, a while. I mean, I think he's kind of Tosh point is, I think, off the air now, and I think he's just going to ride out into the sunset. Why would he has to have so much money? Oh, you would think. I mean, plus, I think his uh, style of comedy wouldn't uh, wouldn't do as well as it once did. Yeah, doesn't really uh, go along with um, social media nowadays. Well, and I mean, to be fair, like, people can react to that however they want, but it's like that, in terms of comedy, that's just how it is, you know what I mean? Like, you can look back, comedians have always kind of been like that. A certain comedian will rise to the top. And then people just kind of get tired of their delivery or their style. And then another one, you know what I mean? It's, it's constantly. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, look at like Dane Cook. Dane Cook was huge, falls off, Daniel Tosh <laughs> comes up. Daniel yeah. Tosh was huge, fades out. Like, you know what I mean? It's constantly, it's constantly doing that. Yeah. There's only That's a select few, new. like, comedians that are popular and put out a lot of yeah. stuff over long periods well, of time. And I think the thing is, is, like, what most comedians do, the reason why it happens like this, and again, you can look at Dane Cook, Daniel Tosh, hell, you can even look at Kevin Hart, is they get really popular on their stand-up, and then they branch off to, like, TV or movies. Yeah. Because, it's like, I mean, they can still do stand-up, but it's just, like, you're not going to stay in the limelight for as long doing stand-up. Right. Like, you kind of have to make that transition if you want to stay... Yeah. in the limelight because with TV and movies you can you know you're not just doing a stand up set you're you're playing characters or whatever it's yeah you, know, you probably make more money too absolutely i'd imagine that you do and you're not touring you know touring the country nonstop yeah. I mean, right every time they do a stand up it's you know it's a tour usually mm mm-hmm. mhm But yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at Joe Rogan. He <laughs> Yeah. He did stand up and Fear Factor and calls UFC fights and has a podcast, all kinds of crazy different shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he should he might it might be time for him to ride off into the sunset. <laughs> Why you say that? I know. He just gets annoying sometimes. Yeah. I love him I mean, at UFC. Yeah, he's good at UFC. I, I was going to say, though, was like you could say that about anyone. You know what I mean? Like, anyone after so long can seem like an annoying presence. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, I, do like, I do like him at UFC. I think he's, I think that's, I, I don't know. I've never had a problem with him at UFC. Yeah. I never really liked his stand-up that much, though. Same. He, I mean. Not not like he's not funny. He he is funny, but it just I never could sink sink my teeth into it. Yeah. Really liked him on Fear Factor. They should bring him Oh up. yeah. Dude, me and my mom used to watch Fear Factor every I think it was Tuesdays it came on. Yeah. My dad and I, same thing. We would always watch it. My my mom couldn't handle it. She I mean, she just <laughs> I, I not like she's squeamish. She just like 
she was like, why? This is stupid. Why would I watch that? Like, yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> like of, of all the things to watch, I don't want to watch people eating bugs or shit. Like, yeah, which is a fair argument, I guess. But yeah, that was a, speaking of things that you watch and you're like, I can, I can do that. Yeah. I, like that I, I was... could have done some of those. That show was the epitome of I can, I can do that. That's how they got people yeah. to go on it. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I, my favorite thing about that show, though, it was always like, I mean, you could, you, you could bet on it. Halfway through the episode, some type of animal testicle or dick was being involved. Oh, of course. It was, and it was always like in the middle part of the episode. Yeah. Every time it was like, all right, we got to get some people off the show. Eat a bull dick. Yeah, they're like, they're like, nope, can't, can't do that. I'm outy. All reliable, yeah. the bull dick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, damn near. So they mix in some like some kind of testicles Sorry. every now and then, just to yeah. keep it fresh. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then, and then once people, you know, got to that point, like where like some of the people could do it, they would figure out which, like, I don't know. It would end up being something like, okay, we're going to do a pair episode. This person is going to lay in a bed of cockroaches. The only way to get them out is you got to eat two whole bull testicles. And it's like, <laughs> okay, come on now. And it's like, even if you do eat them, if they call quits before you're finished, doesn't count. It's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> but yeah, dude, always without a doubt. That's funny. Yeah, reality TV just ain't the same as it once was. Yeah, it's kind of past its heyday, isn't it? Well, that's something I guess I didn't realize. I was watching a, a Cody Co video. He and his girlfriend were reacting to a, an old reality show. And uh, he made the comment of, like, that show came out in, like, 2003 when reality TV was in the heyday. And I was like, I guess that's kind of true. Like, when we mm-hmm. were growing up, reality tv was the thing like not just no i don't know not just reality tv in the sense of like real world like a group of people living in a house but like the contest stuff like american idol fear factor like all oh, yeah. like it was it was all just blowing up and like all these shows were i don't know all different kinds of things which brings me to the point of their episode it was a show called hot or not uh, i think you can guess the premise of it it was a show they where three judges just foods. decided. If, yes. Yep. Three judges decided if the dish in front of them was hot or not. <laughs> um, but no, it literally was people would just walk out and the judges would say they were hot or not. And if they were hot, they would go on to the next stage, which would be like the bikini stage, where they would then be rated on a scale to 10 for their face, their body, and their sex appeal. Oh, wow. And these judges would just lay into it. Like, it's so awkward to watch now. Just because it's like, yeah, just because it's like, how can you say that to a human being? Like, without feeling like a piece of shit? Yeah. Because there's one, I mean, she is just a totally normal, I mean, she's a good looking girl. She's like the first one that comes out. She comes out in a bikini, which I can only imagine the gusto that that takes to do on live, t- like not live TV, but right. in front of an audience and judges knowing that you're being televised as well. Mm-hmm. She comes out, 
and the first judge is like, yeah, I know some I know some guys like a little jiggle, but I think there's a little too much. I think you need to do some, I think you need to tighten it up. You need to do some exercise, tighten that up. It's a little too flabby for me. Gives her like a 7.5 on her body or something. And then he's like, yeah, your face, your face is also really good, but there's something about your teeth that's just not a big fan. Like they're too big or something. I don't know what you did. But yeah, 7.5 on the face. He's like, sex appeal though, I give you a nine. Walked out with some confidence. You got nine. And it's like, bro, you just bashed her and are now trying to sweep it under the rug with saying she's got good sex appeal. Yeah. And that's just just... like, could you imagine that show trying to be on now? No, never in a million years. To be fair, it shouldn't be on. It shouldn't have been on. But yeah, no, I know. (laughs) I know what you mean. Like the, the pilot would air and that show would get blasted on social media. So yeah. Like the body shame, all the body shaming and stuff that you see, like people trying to defend on Twitter and stuff. Like, yeah, like, that show would be drugged through the mud. Rightfully so. I mean, well, yeah, I'm not there, saying yeah, it's no, 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 I know, no, no, I know. I'm saying there are definitely some things on social media that you could argue back and forth on, whether it's people taking stuff too far or whatnot. But like that show, I think everyone would wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Is bad. Yeah. Let's let's judge these women and make them feel like fucking pieces yeah. of shit. Well, to be fair, it wasn't only women, it was dudes too, but in bikinis? Like, not bikinis, they were in trunks, but they oh. bashed them just as much. Dude, I would hate to know what they'd say about me. <laughs> Dude, we wouldn't even make it to like the actual <laughs> televised part. We would do wouldn't like even, the first preliminary <laughs> judging, and they'd be like, "Why are you here?" Wouldn't even get in the building. <laughs> no, they'd be like, "Oh, like, we they, we would walk up, and they'd be like, guys, the uh, the Qdoba's down the road. You don't. This isn't where you're supposed to be.' We'd be like, we'd be like and Qdoba, we, and they'd be like, "Sorry, the Taco Bell, whatever.'" <laughs> and we'd probably stay in there for a second, look at each other, and be like. Let's go get a nacho bell ground, baby. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I tell you what, that that I'll get the hot one down there. Tell you for it. <laughs> Give me that hot sauce, that fire. <laughs> now I want Taco Bell. <laughs> I had Taco Bell a couple days ago. I haven't had Taco Bell in at least well, going on almost two years. That's Oof. not like a. Look at me being healthy. That's like uh, I live in a foreign country that doesn't have Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. I literally cannot. It's it's yeah. not by choice of my own. <laughs> no, that's like the only Taco Bell that's close to me is in is in an area that has way too many Corona cases for me to feel comfortable. So, uh, I'm going. Oh man, look at the time. We got to get going. But uh, hey, appreciate you stopping by the porch. I appreciate you hanging out, and you know, feel free to stop by next time. Take it easy.